Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 168, I think. <laughs> I may be off by one or two. I don't know. I lose track, but I think it's 168. And here's my question to you to get today started. Do you ever feel like you're taking care of everyone else except for yourself? Like you're taking care of everyone and everything else, but not yourself. Do you ever feel like a martyr? Like you're just constantly sacrificing yourself for all of your family and your friends and everything else that's going on in life. Well, if so, then today is absolutely for you. Today is a perfect episode for you. I hope you'll eliminate distractions, tune in, turn the volume up, and really pay attention. What I'm going to do is read a post from someone in my group. It's a little bit of a longer post, but I think you're going to really connect with it if you feel like you're in this category. Then I'm going to tell you what is like maybe the central sneaky lie and thought process that gets into our head when it comes to this idea of taking care of everyone else. And then I'm going to give you three very practical things, three steps to kind of begin to work your way out of this. To Again, not, I'm not saying that you're going to stop taking care of everyone else, but to begin to take care of yourself too. So here we go. Let's jump in with this post from an incredible person in my group. They said, I wish I had time to post everything running through my brain right now, but I don't. What I will say is I believe in this program. It's the best program I've ever tried because it combines all aspects of what it takes. Losing weight is not just about what you eat. It's so much more than that. Now, with that said, you do have to put in the work. You have to actually do it. Honestly, I have not been doing my part. I have not been putting in the work. And the people who are affected by it are the ones who matter most to me, myself and my family. Because if I don't put the work in, it affects my health. Yes, I want to lose weight. Yes, I want to be able to wear a smaller size. But in the end, what matters most is my health. I need to stop letting life get in the way of health. Stop waiting for the perfect time. I stopped putting in the work last spring because life got busy. And then summer hit and life got even busier. And I was hoping things would slow down in the fall. And life had other plans. Things have been really rough lately. On September 12th, my stepmother's boyfriend tested positive for covid a few days later, my stepmom tested positive. The following Friday, they both went to the ER by ambulance. And then a couple of weeks later, her boyfriend lost his battle against COVID. And then, and then a little deeper into October, my stepmom lost her battle as well. I can't help but think if they weren't severely overweight, they didn't have diabetes or other conditions, they might still be with us. The point of what was supposed to be a short post is that life is going to continue to happen. My daughter has special needs and needs our support. The beginning of November, my mother is having hip replacement surgery. I will be taking her, picking her up, making sure everything is set for her when she goes home. I am the person in my family that everyone relies on. Have you ever felt like that? <laughs> I make sure everyone gets to their doctor appointments. If they need something, I make sure they get it. Not just for my immediate family. I did that for my stepmom. I do it for my mom. And I help with my in-laws too, as well as other family members and friends. My point is, there is 
always something going on. I need to figure out how to put the work in as life continues to happen. Wow. My heart breaks for this person. My heart breaks for their family. But at the same time, man, like that last statement just sticks with me. As life continues to happen, I need to figure out how to put the work in. I need to figure out how to make this work as life continues to happen. Such a powerful statement and such a courageous post. And honestly, it's something I see and hear quite often, not in my group, just from people in general. And it can kind of manifest in two different ways. The first one is this, you know, idea in this state of like, we're crazy busy and we're just waiting on the right time, which is the perfect time to get started or get going again. I talked quite a bit recently in episode number 166 about this. It's called Three Sneaky Ways Perfectionism Creeps In to Sabotage You. So if you want to know more about kind of that specific scenario, go back and listen to 166. Heck, go back and listen to it either way. But today I want to focus on the other way that this can pop into our life. And it's what so much of what this person just shared in their post. Sometimes I call it the, the mart, martyr mom syndrome, martyr mom, like a mom who's a martyr. But it's not just moms. It can be men or women, brothers, sisters, moms, dads. Truly, it can be anyone. I just think it's more common with women. But here's what happens. We're so busy taking care of everyone else that we just feel too overwhelmed to do anything for ourselves. We feel too overloaded to take care of ourselves. We feel like we don't have the time or energy to worry about our food. I'll just, you know what, I'll just eat a little of whatever they're having. I'll just grab a granola bar. I'll just grab a cheese stick, whatever. And then I'll eat my face off at night because I'm exhausted and the kids are finally in bed and I don't think I have anything else going. We don't feel like we have time to worry about our exercise. Are you kidding me? Exercise? I'm already running around nonstop all day. Well, I hear you, but that's not really exercise. (laughs) It's not going to impact your body in the same way. And then... Before you know it, you've adopted this whole new way of being. You've become a martyr. It's become your go-to behavior. It's almost like a new identity to sacrifice yourself and your health and your personal goals for everyone else and everything else around you that needs you. And if we're really honest about it, I mean, it sucks at times, but it's also kind of nice, isn't it? It's kind of nice to feel needed, to be the one that others look to and trust and call. It makes us feel important and worthwhile. And I mean, come on, like we're, we're being loving and selfless. You can't go wrong with that approach, right? Well, yes and no. You're right. Loving and caring for others is beautiful. And I believe we're called to do that. But it's a slippery slope, my friend, because if we're not careful, it becomes a way out. If we get really super duper raw and honest, it becomes an excuse. What seems like a perfectly viable reason to not have to take care of ourselves. And then those who love us most watch and worry. And they may not say anything because they know we're so busy and they, man, they just, they know we're, oh, we're taking care of so many things and, oh, this time will pass eventually, you know. So they may not say anything, but they watch and they worry as we go downhill. We gain weight. We're under stress with a smile on our face. (laughs) And then we have a physical at the doctor's office and discover our cholesterol and blood pressure is sky high and we're borderline diabetic. And so what are we supposed to do? Do we just tell everyone else to screw off? Like, forget all of you bloodsuckers. You kids can take care of yourself. Don't call me. No one call me. Don't tell me you need anything. I can't take care of any of you anymore. Now I have to take care of myself. Forget all of you. (laughs) Now that may seem outlandish and kind of comical, but 
here's what you might not realize. That is exactly how your brain views this martyr situation. See, the lie that is at the heart of this is either or. Either I can take care of them, all of them and all of that, or I can take care of me, but I can't do both. It's a lie, and it becomes entrenched in our brain. But it could also manifest slightly differently. Either I can put my loved ones first and be selfless and loving, or I can put myself first and be selfish. <laughs> when you pull back and think about those two statements, it starts to make sense, right? We can start to see why it's so tough to take care of ourselves with good food choices and exercise and rest, much needed rest, when we've stacked the mental and emotional odds against us because of the either or lie. We start to think and truly believe that taking care of ourselves is actually kind of wrong because others need us. And if we're taking care of ourselves, then we're not taking care of them because it's either or. And of course, that's just wrong. And that's just not who we want to be. We'd rather be a loving, caring, selfless person, even if that means we're overweight and maybe not in great physical health. We'd rather be that person than a cold, self-centered, skinny person who doesn't care about others. But that's it. That's the lie. It's a pure lie. It's either or. And I'm here to tell you, my friend, that the truth is and. The truth lies in the word and. You can have both. You can be a loving, caring, giving person and still take care of yourself and lose weight and have great health. A perfect example of this is, is Julie, uh, who was on the podcast, I don't know, goodness, maybe 15 or 20 episodes ago. She's been, uh, she just celebrated one year in the Inner Circle Coaching Group. She is one of the most loving, caring, giving people that I know, and she does tremendous, tremendous work taking care of others, taking care of her parents who have some special needs, taking care of of all other sorts of things and other sorts of people. And I, that's just one example. I could list other people too, but that's just one example. My point is, is it is possible. But I hear people say sometimes, you know, like, oh, I know, I know. I just, I have to put myself first sometimes. And while I completely understand that point and like there, people think there's, okay, I know it's not either or, it's and, but that just means I have to put myself first sometimes. I get where they're coming from. And that statement seems like a step in the right direction. Honestly, I don't really like it, though. Why? Because it kind of jumps right back into either or. I can be first, or they can be first. <laughs> but we can't both be taken care of. Somebody's got to take a back seat. Instead of, I have to put myself first sometimes. Maybe instead of that, I prefer, you know what, it's okay to take care of myself, too. There we go. Now we're back to the word and instead of either or. It's okay to prioritize my health along with their health and their needs. Now this change in, like this simple change in language and how we talk about it and it will impact how we think about it, then it will help. But I want to go a little deeper and give you three steps. So here we go. Number one, really think about all that's happened in your life and all that you're doing. And then give yourself a hug. Give yourself some love, some sympathy. Maybe have a little cry if you need to. Maybe have a big cry. It's okay. And then give yourself another hug. Maybe get a hug or two from some other people who love you dearly. And then here's the biggie. Here's the big part. Forgive yourself. Celebrate how you've cared for others. Man, that's amazing and it's wonderful and you're incredible. And then forgive yourself for not taking care of you. 
let go of all the shoulds and the should haves and the guilt or disappointment that you might be dragging around from the previous months of failed diet attempts and inconsistency with exercise. Let it go. It's gone. It does you no good now. So that's number one. Forgive yourself. Celebrate how you've cared for others. Let all that stuff go in the past. Let all the stuff that you're maybe dragging around that you've disappointed yourself with, let that go. Next up, number two. Realize that the very thing keeping you on the sidelines when it comes to your body and health is keeping you from getting started, that's keeping you in this martyr syndrome, is the either-or concept. The idea that you can't take care of you and them. That's just not true, guys. You can absolutely do both. And realizing that, just understanding that, opening your brain to that, it will, it will let you start finding ways to do it. Sometimes all we need is the idea that it's possible. Oh, wow. Oh, that is, okay, we, that can happen. And we need some permission to do it. Yep, you can do it. It's okay. And then we're off to the races. So realize that's what's holding you back. And it is possible to have and, to have both, to take care of them and take care of you. And then go after it. That's number two. Number three is a little bit, a little bit more in depth, but it's super important. See, number three, I want you to acknowledge and embrace that it is not only okay to take care of yourself, but it is essential. It's a very, very good thing. Taking care of yourself is one of the best ways of showing love to the people you care about most. You're not putting yourself ahead of them, guys. You're not, you're, you're, you're not doing that. You're just saying that it's okay and good for you to take care of yourself as well as you taking care of them. And when it comes to the mentality behind this martyr syndrome, here's the big reframe, some big truths that I want you to take away from today's episode. The best way, the number one way to love the people who are most important to you is by loving yourself. The best way to truly take care of your family is by taking care of yourself. The least selfish thing you can do is care for yourself. Carve out time for yourself. Think about it. Let me just let me interview your child or your children and ask them, hey, do you want a burnout mom who's constantly grabbing granola bars and mini Snickers bars and coffee drinks all day who's constantly low on energy and can't stand seeing herself in the mirror? Is that what you want for a mom? Or do you want a mom who may give you just a little bit less time each day, but she's so happy and full of energy and confident and feels good about her body and she's healthy? Which one of those do you want? Or maybe it's your spouse. Let me ask your spouse. Do you want a wife or husband who is frazzled and prioritizing everything and everyone else in life over their own happiness? Do you want a wife or a husband who desperately wants to feel better and be healthier and have more confidence, but they just bury it down and cry a little on the inside because they keep putting work and kids in the house and the yard above themselves? Or let's get really deep and really real with it. Do you want a husband or wife who may eventually just totally disconnect because they resent all that they had to do and give up in order to support and provide for the family and their friends and other people? I think we can all say with 100% certainty how our kids and spouse would answer those questions, right? Remember, remember, turn the volume up. Don't miss this. You don't just love them. They love you. <laughs> and they want the same wonderful things for you that you want for them. Happiness and health. So let me speak some truths to you again. Don't miss it. Pursuing your own health is not selfish. It's actually one of the most selfless things you can do. It's a way that you love those around you. And the best way, the number one way to love the people who are most important is by loving yourself. And the least selfish thing that you can do is take care of yourself. 
because you don't just love those people who are important to you. They love you and they want the same wonderful things for you that you want for them. I hope you truly hear this and that you'll really think about it, repeat it, maybe write it down, embrace it and believe it because that could be the beginning of you seeing things differently and taking some steps that will lead to better health, more energy, weight loss, and just leave you feeling better overall. I mean, that's a win-win-win situation, right? My friends, I hope this has been helpful. I always love hearing from you. You can reach me. I'll put all these links in the show notes, but you can reach me on Facebook at Corey Little Coaching, on Instagram at Corey Little Coach, or what's probably best, where I spend most of my time, is email. You can just shoot an email to support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. I always love hearing from you guys. Whether you just want to share something about a podcast episode that really impacted you or what's going on in your life, or if you want more information about my Inner Circle Coaching Group, regardless, shoot me an email, shoot me a message on social media. I will look forward to it. And please, before we wrap up, don't you ever forget that you are so much more than just a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions. And losing weight is incredible, but losing weight is really about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted to. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%. So even if you don't believe in yourself, it's okay. Hang around, keep listening. I'll keep working on you and we will get you there, my friend. Take care of yourselves. God bless. Bye-bye.